So today I want to talk about teeth and specifically keeping mine super bright. If you're like me, you're confused by all the variation of teeth whitening products on the market. Since taking Smile Brilliant on as a sponsor, I've learned a few things that you may find helpful, such as the LED lights are a novelty item, strips neglect the gum lines and molars, the charcoal is abrasive and wears down the enamel, and the whitening toothpaste only works on surface stains. So what the heck works? The number one product recommended by dentists is the custom fitted trays. They are, however, very, very costly as it requires the dentist to make them by hand using a model of your teeth. With Smile Brilliance Lab Direct Process, you can have custom fitted teeth whitening trays at a fraction of the price without a single visit to the dentist. Yes, please. Using an exact model of your teeth, Smile Brilliance Lab Technicians will handcraft your trays to ensure the best possible results. Simply order the system at smilebrilliant.com using the coupon code THRIVE, T-H-R-I-V-E, for 30% off. Make your dental impressions at home and then return them to Smile Brilliant using the prepaid envelope provided. In a matter of a week, Smile Brilliant will have your trays mailed back. Hey you guys, what is up? Welcome to Heal, Survive, and Thrive. I'm really excited that you're here. This week we're going to get into spiritual awakening. I love this topic because a lot of people go through um, some type of awakening in their lifetime. They don't have to necessarily go through an awakening, but for the people that have experienced or think they experienced um, a spiritual awakening, we're going to go into the signs of what basically you went through or what you are going to experience having gone through this. Uh, We're going to get into some self-development kind of tips for you uh, to kind of help you along your journey of this because, you know, if you have never been through this, this is not an easy thing to go through. This is probably the stepping stone of opening the window of self-development. This is where you're going to experience, well, you know what, before we get into that, let's start with kind of the basics. If you're new to this podcast, my name is Stephanie. I'm a life and relationship coach. So excited that you're here. Don't forget to follow me on YouTube. I will link that down below, Stephanie Lynn Coaching. Um, Each week I post a variety of videos, so definitely go check me out there. I have Instagram, I have all my courses and private coaching and all that stuff linked down below, so go ahead and click on some of those and check out more info on me, services, etc. So let's get into this week. So let's start with like the basics. What is spiritual awakening? Spiritual awakening is something that you can experience at any time, at any age, and for the most part, it kind of happens when you go through some type of an experience that is really life-altering or something that could be possibly traumatic. Now, it doesn't have to be the most traumatic thing that you've ever experienced, but it is something that is extremely painful. And I always tell people, when you go through life, you're going to experience pain. And sometimes we have to experience enough pain for us to essentially wake up. Um, Everyone's pain threshold is different. And, you know, you could have gone through something that was incredibly difficult and extremely painful, and that didn't really jolt your awakening. And then you go through something that's just 
minor, maybe not minor, but not as catastrophic, and it kind of jolts you and you start beginning this process. So I always like to kind of give people the examples of a midlife crisis. You know, people that experience a midlife crisis, and you can really go through this at any age. I think I definitely went through some kind of a midlife something at um, in my early 30s. That was kind of the point where I said, okay, I don't want to do what I'm doing for a living anymore. I, all of a sudden, I started feeling very, very unfulfilled to the point of it giving me anxiety, to the point of me dreading going to work and having panic attacks. Um, I was about to get married. So I had a lot of changes that were going on in my personal and professional life. And I do think sometimes when there's so many changes that are going on in your life, it can create kind of like this perfect storm, which is you basically experiencing enough pain where or enough, enough discomfort where something kind of jolts you and you start to awaken a little bit. I do think for the people that are seekers of knowledge and they ask a lot of questions, usually those are the people that will 100% experience some kind of a spiritual awakening in their lifetime because they, it's almost like your soul's way of seeking the light and seeking these answers. And so, like I said before, it doesn't have to be something catastrophic, but it can be something that you experience that is life-altering that kind of jolts you in this way and kind of, quote, wakes you up. So you can experience it either in a midlife crisis, you can experience it getting married, you can experience it getting divorced, you can experience it by feeling or going through depression or maybe a near-death experience or anxiety or some kind of illness that you've experienced that was an incredibly painful, traumatic experience that you went through. So Really anything can kind of jolt this awakening. And so really what an awakening is, is it's the process of really getting back to who you actually are on a soul level. So we're all here as human beings in this physical world and we have this physical body. And I think a lot of people really identify being a human being with the physical body or possibly the mind versus the soul or the heart space or whatever you want to call it. So it is the soul, you know, when we transfer over or die or whatever you want to call it, um, everything is done. The mind is gone, the, the body's done, and the soul still lives on because energy doesn't die and the soul is essentially energy. So it's the process of getting back to really your true self, as much of that soul and connecting to that soul space, which is essentially your true self that you can possibly align with is the process of spiritual awakening. And the reason why it can be so painful at times is because everything in your life has been a mask or or everything in your life has been you living essentially on autopilot, being a robot, not being aware of what is really going on, and we'll get into that later on in the podcast, but it really brings this whole process, it really brings you to this real higher, higher level of consciousness. So what is consciousness? Consciousness is awareness, essentially. So my ability to be aware of everything, not just like what is going on right now, but being aware of the people around me, 
and what's going on with them and being aware of my own self and my own thoughts and really being very mindful in each moment to everything that is actually unfolding in this moment in in this time that is really consciousness is that deep deep level of that ability to go into self-awareness mindfulness at, at, at every moment. So the reason why people dedicate their entire lives to, you know, being a monk or joining, you know, being a nun or praying or whatever, it's all basically the ability to be mindful of oneself to a certain extent. Um, actually, for the most, the most extent. Um, even when we think of like the Buddha, I mean, in Buddhism, that is really the practice of mindfulness, just to be short with this. Uh, so when you raise your consciousness, you are, everything changes. Number one, you kind of understand your past. You understand your ability to create your future. Um, and your entire life changes because it is really this kind of like white cloud light that shines down on you from the heavens, aha type of moment where you actually begin to start living, as weird as that sounds, for the first time. It's really a rebirth of of your true self. So um, the painful part is kind of killing off that old self that's used to certain habits, um, certain ways of living their life, or certain routines, you know, the ego or the wounded child is usually always at the forefront of life. And so it gets very offended and it needs validation and it needs all these things. And so when you go through an awakening, the higher your consciousness is, the more you actually act as your adult self, as your parent self, as your higher self, uh, whatever you want to call it. So when you're when you go through the spiritual awakening, you start operating from more of the healthy adult you know, higher self versus always operating from your ego or wounded self. I think people really struggle with awakening because they begin to see everything. When your consciousness begins to rise, that means that you now see the abuse that you went through. You see the dysfunction that's going on in life. You see how other people are asleep. You also see that life is abundant and you're a creator and understanding what that means and what it entails. What do I actually have to do and learn and be and practice in order for me to really have anything I've ever wanted? So there's some good of it in the sense that I now learn that life is abundant. I learn that I'm no different than anyone else, but there is sadness that comes with it and grieving and because you're seeing the abuse you're seeing the dysfunction you awaken to what you actually went through which you couldn't really see in the midst of going through the experiences that you've gone through in your life so you know why why do we even experience this to begin with is because really what it's going to do for you is And again, not everyone has to experience this, but if you do, it is going to, number one, it's going to help you heal from your past because who you are today is a representation of what you've been through and essentially your past. It's a representation of your wounds, your beliefs, your triggers, your programming. So all of those things have happened in the past before. When you awaken, you begin to heal and reprogram all of the garbage that has been deep rooted in you throughout the course of your entire life. Some of it, someone dropped on your doorstep and doorstep and did to you. And other things, you also 
reinforced along the course of your life as well. You, you know, made this way negative way of looking at life or thinking or the limited beliefs that you have or the assumptions that you make or the fears that you continuously feed. It becomes free will to feed those things or not feed them right? So we all have free will and we get to actually decide what we want to do. But most people think they're aware and choosing the life, how they want to live, their character, et cetera, but they're really not. They're really operating from their past. They're operating from that wounded space. They're operating from ego or they're operating from their wounded child. So when you operate from those two spaces and you're not aware of anything, your past, your triggers, that's why I created my nine-week course was to really get you guys to understand why are you this way? You know, why am I this way? What happened to me along the way that causes me to fear confrontation, to not have boundaries, to not have a high sense of self-worth, to keep attracting the same person over and over again? So if I don't understand what I've been through in my life that has caused these kind of programs to go on inside of me, then guess what? Those programs are still going to take over. So it's really the understanding of what happened, it's the healing and it's the reprogramming of those things. And so that's really what the nine-week course is really all about. So it's essential that you understand your past so you can heal from it. But in order to really become inquisitive about your past, you have to have started that process of spiritual awakening. Not everyone's spiritual awakening is going to be this catastrophic, oh my God, I was knee deep in depression and I couldn't get out of bed and oh my God, I experienced the dark night of the soul and we're going to get into that. But some of it is just, it takes years and years of going through this awakening where it slowly starts to open you up. You know, think of like a flower blooming and it takes a while for it to just like open. And so it has to go through nights and days and sometimes weeks in order to fully actually bloom. So not everyone's spiritual awakening is a gut-wrenching process, but it it can be at times. So let's go into kind of like the first sign, really, that you are going through an awakening. One of the first things is you feel like you're going crazy. When I tell you, when I started feeling like something's wrong, Something's wrong. Like, I don't understand why I feel this way. I don't understand why I can't get out of bed. I don't understand why I'm sad. I don't understand why I'm depressed. I don't have anything to be depressed about. Or maybe I do, but why am I responding in this way? This is where we experience the depression. This is where we experience the anxiety and the dark night of the soul, essentially, is in this phase of, am I actually going crazy right now? Am I the problem? Am I the narcissist? It must be me. There must be something wrong with me. Or I need help. And I think I need to go see a therapist. I've never gone before, but I definitely, I feel like I need to talk to someone because this doesn't feel real. This is, like I said, where you're going to experience the anxieties. This is where you're going to experience the panic attacks. This is where you're going to constantly relive your past and you're going to really self-reflect in this moment and this is where the grieving takes place this is when like oh my god I actually went through that as a child or I actually went through that in this experience with my ex and this is where you begin feeling a lot of the things that you couldn't feel at that moment in time going through what you went through because quite frankly you just didn't have the tools you didn't have the tools and you weren't in a space to be able to know how to manage what it is that you're going through. Most 
traumas that we go through, whether they're little traumas or big traumas, we can't always deal with every aspect of our emotional self and sometimes even our mental self after having gone through that experience. Sometimes some traumas are just so difficult then I mean that's this is why post-traumatic stress is even a thing is because the mind can't comprehend everything that was happening at every moment of that experience take going to war for example in the midst of being in a war I can't process that I'm in a war my only processing that's going on in my mind is survival and it's no different with childhood wounds, it's no different with being in an abusive relationship, is there's going to be a part of the mind that kind of shuts down because you can't utilize it right now because all you need to do is stay safe, is to stay sane, is to, you know, fight or flight really takes in in these moments. And so with that being said, you can't process what it is that you're going through. So everything in this moment starts coming to the forefront. This is why people that like 50 years old can go to a therapist, sit on the couch and cry like a baby about how dad didn't go to your soccer game when you were eight years old. Because everything that you couldn't really feel or experience for a multitude of reasons has to come up at some point in time. And during the spiritual awakening, this is the time where guess what? We get to relive all the emotional baggage from our past and we get to really understand what went wrong, what happened, why did this person do this? And of course we grieve because now we're actually processing what we should have processed then, but we didn't know how to. The next thing for me that 100% rang true, I mean, all of these signs were clear. They were definitely signs for me. They were definitely things that I experienced and I felt along my spiritual awakening 100%. When you go through the dark night of the soul, there is a part of you in the midst of the depression, in the midst of feeling like you're going crazy, feeling like something's wrong, having the panic attacks, having the massive anxiety, everything that you're thinking in every single moment, overthinking, feeling like you're on edge, everything. There is something inside of you that's pulling you to keep going. There's a little tiny voice and it's whispering so softly to basically say, I see this, keep going. You're gonna be fine, keep going. This is gonna pass, keep going. Even though the other part of your brain is going, when is this going to pass? It has been forever, it feels like, and I can't, I keep experiencing this pain, I keep feeling this pain, but there is a part of you, this is essentially your intuition, your soul, that inner self, that can see you getting over this hump because all it's saying is, look, just keep walking and you're going to get here. This is your higher self basically talking to you, saying, look, I know you're going through this and I know it's painful, but like I got you and everything's gonna be fine. This is where you feel like you're in this painful time of your life, and but this you keep getting this kind of like hinting or reminder or trigger that you absolutely got this. For me, it always kept saying, this too shall pass, this too shall pass. And so it was a mantra that I kept with me. And I'm like, all right, this too shall pass. This isn't gonna stay with me forever. Um, because you know that there's something more than this, that there's a reason why this is happening. And this is really your true awareness taking over. This is, again, like I said, this is your higher self really talking to you, saying like, you're going to be in this place very soon. You just have to keep walking. You just have to keep going through the storm. It's like you can see the sun, you can see the blue skies, but you also see the shit storm that you're about to walk into. And 
it scares you, but it does give you hope because you can, again, you can see those blue skies coming. So as you start kind of searching for what, why am I going through this? Why, why is this happening to me? You understand, especially now in this day and age, because I'll tell you, when I went through mine, I didn't know any of this stuff. I didn't know what I was going through. I just thought I was in a period of going crazy, really. Like I thought I was in a period of just depression. I didn't understand why I was going through this. And I think because of the world we live in now and where spirituality and self-development and consciousness is such a topic, even way more than like 10 years ago, that it allows people information like this to say, look, if this is even an inkling of what you're going through, chances are you're going through a spiritual awakening. And this is validation that everything you're experiencing is normal. And this is what it's going to look like on the other side. You just have to keep pulling through. I didn't really have that. I didn't, I mean, not only did I not have this information online that I could find, um, but I definitely didn't have it from friends and family because no one had gone through anything even close to what I was experiencing at that time. So no one could really empathize with me or understand or give me that little bit of validation because no one had experienced what I had been experiencing for so long. So this is validation that, and this is in this moment of you really kind of pulling forward, this is also when you start to learn coping skills. So this is where the anxiety becomes too much, the depression becomes too much, the panic attacks become too much, the unhappiness becomes too much. It's just too much. It's too overwhelming. And you start to learn really how to begin to self-soothe. So this is where you this is where you learn meditation. This is where you do yoga. This is where you begin a spiritual or religious practice. This is where you begin to lean on something bigger than yourself because you're learning ways in which to soothe yourself from the pain that you're actually experiencing. So it's a huge part of self-development and mental health is really learning how to self-soothe. You learn how to validate yourself. You learn how to soothe yourself. You begin awakening even more to different methods of I don't want to say self-development, methods of basically how to help yourself through the different experiences of life. And you kind of flow right into the next sign, which is really the learning phase of a spiritual awakening. In the learning phase, this is when you're diving knee deep into self-awareness practices. You're learning about self-development. You're taking the courses. You're reading the books. You're watching the YouTube videos. You're listening to the podcast. You're understanding vibration. You're understanding law of attraction. You're understanding how you were actually programmed and that you actually were programmed and that everything that you think right now is a manifestation of what has been downloaded into you throughout the course of your entire life. Then you learn like, oh my God, I can actually get rid of all that garbage and I can put new stuff in there. And you begin doing your affirmations and you begin listening to the guided meditations and feeding your mind every day and understanding what a growth mindset is. Like these are in this phase, this is the best phase because now you're starting to really, you're out of the dark night of the soul. You're starting to feel hopeful because pieces are starting to come together. You're starting to be able to soothe yourself through what you're feeling because you, you're learning through self-development practices, through studying, through reading, through diving into really 
loving yourself and what that actually means and that it's not just a phrase. You're learning about mental health. So as you dive into all of this, you begin to feel better. When you feel better, the anxiety goes away. When you learn how to deal with your fears and your worries and your insecurities and your stresses, uh, there's no more panic attacks. There's no more depression. There's no, I feel hopeless. There's no, oh my God, when is this going to end? You might have bits and pieces of ebbing and flowing from one phase to the next, but when you start to really learn stuff and practice it, that's key, practice, then life starts getting better and you're not sitting in the dark night of the soul forever because like I said, the pieces are starting to come together. You're starting to gain clarity. You're starting to, a huge thing, take responsibility for your life. You understand that, yep, I'm 50 and I can't cry anymore about dad not going to my soccer game when I was six. I now have to take responsibility for my life. And you feel powerful because you have the knowledge and the information and the tools in order to do that. And and that doesn't seem like a scary thing anymore. Whereas maybe in the beginning phases of your spiritual awakening, it scared you. It scared you that you are responsible for you. I think um, I think her name is Melanie Robbins. She one of her like kind of phrases that I always hear her saying is "No one's coming. No one's coming to get you. No one's coming to save you. No one's coming to to always. No one can help you every single moment of every single day. Like you have to learn how to be an adult and take care of your own self. And that's scary to hear." when the wounded child or the ego is at the forefront of your life. But when those parts of you start to wind down and dim down and you begin to step into your adult self, into that role, which is the role you came to play, you weren't meant to stay in living through your inner child your entire life and not feeling healthy enough or good enough to be able to know how to take responsibility for your life. The point was that mom and dad or whoever raised you or the major influences in your life were supposed to teach you these things. Number one, they were supposed to give them to you. But number two, they were then supposed to teach you how to do them for yourself. And I think even the best parents that love their children and give them everything that they need guess what? I still coach those, those adults. And it's because they didn't, their parents never actually taught them how to do this for yourself. The way mom is going to validate you and soothe you is not the way you're going to, as a grown adult, do it for yourself. So them teaching you how to do it as, as you were getting older is really a huge aspect of parenting that, they miss, that most adults miss because they don't understand. They didn't, They don't know. There's no school on how to parent. I mean, at the end of the day, our parents are just, they have their own stuff. They have their own wounds. And when you become an adult, you see that. When you start really looking back and self-reflecting, you see dad's not good. <laughs> dad's unhealthy. Dad's a narcissist. Mom's an alcoholic. And maybe you knew some of these things throughout the course of your life, but you you learned it on a mental level, but you didn't heal the emotional self. And so in this process, you begin to heal both sides of yourself. So the last thing with spiritual awakening is, and this is the best part, because this is, and this is really where 
I created my boot camp because when I was thinking about courses for you guys um, to help anyone who couldn't do coaching with me, I said, okay, what are the key things in self-development, learning from your past and learning how to work on your future? And I think sometimes that's where therapy really misses the mark is yes, you can go sit on the therapist's couch and talk about mom and dad and why you are this way. And you'll gain a lot of clarity and insight, especially if you don't know anything having to do with your past, great stuff. But I do think for the most part, it misses the mark on what do I do now? How do I rebuild myself? How do I get better? How do I achieve? How do I create this life? And in this last phase, this is where you begin really detaching, and we'll get into that in a second, and rebuilding. And the detaching is where you really get rid of anything that's no longer serving you. Because when you become healthy, when you become an adult that takes responsibility for your own life, you know that I'm not tied to anything and anyone. And you make your happiness and your health the number one absolute priority because you're doing all this work on yourself. You're going through all this pain, all this healing, all this reprogramming. You no longer accept anything less than where you're at. And that doesn't mean that we look down on other people or it doesn't mean that we just completely discard, but that we're completely comfortable with saying, hey, you're not a person that's good for me in my life. I don't feel good when I'm around you. You're not someone that's adding value to my life. Um, and I need to leave this relationship. And even though sometimes we may not want to do it, it begins to become very easier to do it when you've really gone through this process. Because now, like I said, you have completely begun putting your own emotional self, mental health, everything at the forefront. That is the number one priority. And then it's not anyone else's job to save you or give you all the things that you need. This is where you begin detaching from jobs or friends or relationships or a lifestyle or a place where you live and everything because you're no longer going to accept a low paying job after going through eight years of going to school and busting your ass to get that degree and working really hard. Now you demand more out of life because you have that behind you. And this these experiences that you're going to go through and the education and the self-development and the working on yourself that we sometimes are forced into because, again, remember, we're trying to feel better. We're seeking answers so we can learn, so we can grow, so we can feel better and do better and have better. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this week's podcast. Don't forget to follow me on YouTube. I will link it down below and go check me out on Instagram and I will see you next week. 